Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Anime Watch Club, a bi-weekly group discussion and review where the hosts of the What Do You See Anime podcast nominate and vote on shows either we haven't seen or shows that hopefully lead to a great discussion. On today's episode, the Oyashiro Worshippers of the What Do You Say Anime podcast will be reviewing the 2006 harem anime Higurashi <laughs> When They Cry. Let's meet today's suspicious transfer students. First up, longtime listener, first time caller, making his debut on the podcast, one half of the What Do You Say Anime Tag Team Championship, the Discord Pope himself. We have Trent. Trent, how's it going? It's going fantastic. I'm glad I could finally be here and actually feel comfortable to commit to something you know um i'm finally getting over the fear that fear but uh we're here we are all glad you are here next up the other half of the tag team champions there's nothing he loves more than awkward silences followed by loud cicada chirps we have preston very true i put 194 hours into these books for this alone Glad to have you, Preston. Our first moderator of the night. He's the only person in existence to have less drip than Keiichi. We have Miles. Miles, how's it going? Uh, you know, it's going pretty good. Um, I don't know. Ketchy got bitches, so it's okay. It's true. This is a hero <laughs> anime. And Pat. Yeah. <laughs> Never gets old. Uh, yeah, so we're talking about uh, Higurashi, When They Cry, published in two, uh, spring of 2006 by Studio Dean. So this is an adaptation of the visual novels uh, that were written when probably in the early 2000s, I think. Right, Miles? Something like that. Um, uh, 2003 Comic Cat was the debut, I think, but it might have been 2002. I'm unsure. Either way, that was a pretty quick turnaround. But yeah, they're very famous, known as uh, some of the most popular visual novels of all time. This adaptation is not very famous. Well, it's very famous, but for different reasons, uh, for most people, at least. Uh yeah, let's start with our first impressions. This is a two-core anime as well, so a good uh, 26 episodes that we watched for this episode. Uh, Miles, why don't you uh, start us off? Yeah, so I found Higurashi back in, I don't know, a couple years ago, a few years ago, uh, by Googling visual novels like Doki Doki Literature Club. And so I was like, oh, I'll, I'll read this. And little, little did I know that I would revolve my entire personality around it. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, like, I'm a, I'm a massive When They Cry fan, both Higurashi and Yumaneko. Um, no one cares about Sakonia, not even you has, if you're listening. Um, you think you care, but you don't. Um, <laughs> and, you know, so... I read the source material and then the manga before watching the anime. And then I had a bunch of friends over and we had like an anime watching party and this is what we watched. And like, they all liked it, but I, I was left feeling the shame that only someone whose favorite source material is turned into some sort of live action and or animated can feel. I think overall the anime is like pretty good. I think that the first few episodes do an okay job of, setting the tone and like doing it. There's a reason that the anime is like a cult classic and beloved. And part of that is because there's like four horror anime and like one of them is okay. And it's this one, but like, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I think that, you know, I, I, I enjoy the anime uh, even with its imperfections. It, it's sort of a weird thing because I can fill in the gaps that the anime has, but people who just watch the anime might not even know the gaps that are, are there. So it's weird. So uh, what I would recommend for this is to not watch this and instead spend at least 100 hours reading a visual novel. And if you don't want to do that, 
go ahead and watch the anime. It's okay. <laughs> and, and by 100, he means more like probably like two or three or 400 hours. Depending on your reading speed, yes. <laughs> That's, yeah. Well, well, we have some stats so far. Yeah, what oh. are you guys at, Preston? What are you and we are We are currently at book seven. And we have a total of 194 hours put into the wow. books. That is equivalent to eight days or 1.1 weeks. Nice. <laughs> Good for you guys. Like, <laughs> fuck that. Respectfully. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Book three alone took 35 hours. They're not particularly efficient, but we do have a good time. So yeah, I've I've joined in randomly uh, just to to tune in and uh, enjoy the higging, you know. But uh, it's a uh, it's a journey. Uh, Trent, what about you? What are your first impressions of uh, of the show? Try and stay spoiler free as best. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so like, so I was brought in to the Higurashi world. Um, so I saw the. I saw a lot of the art and character designs of a later um, iteration of Higurashi. Um, and there, the character designer and stuff was the same that did the um, Monogatari series. And so I was like, man, I see this really cool art. I see these really cool looking characters. I want to get into it. And, uh, and Miles ended up making a fantastic, very convincing PowerPoint um, to get, <laughs> to get me into it and so that that pushed me over the edge and i was initially going to i was like because i was like i'm with you pat i was like i can't i'm not gonna put in over a hundred hours into a visual novel i don't have that time i it's ridiculous i'm just gonna watch the anime um but i ended up reading some of the visual novel and so I was the way I was reading, I was getting into the anime side. I was watching along the with the anime as I was reading through the visual novel, kind of like a um kind kind of as a way to like keep me up on it. Like if there's anything that I missed, like okay, this is a second way to consume the content. That way I'm more informed or if there's something I missed or whatnot. Um and first impressions as it being from 2006 uh it's very it's very very dated in its in its look and it's uh and it's humor and it's looney tunes style sometimes how it gets kind of wacky and goofy but it was it was still fun i still had a uh, had a good time just getting over that initial hump um was was uh took a little get to get used to but it was cool it was cool yeah, I definitely relate. I like that you said Looney Tunes like esque kind of feel because there are random times where the where they just become super silly or whatever, almost mm -hmm. uh, almost bochi like. You know, maybe this mm -hmm. show, maybe the show ripped off uh, bochi. You know, there is the Higurashi reference in bochi, so I don't oh. remember it. If I when, don't, maybe I wouldn't notice it. I, when they're going to bochi's house, there's a cicada that randomly I think lights on fire and is like dying on the ground, and that is from the opening of the uh yeah <laughs> that's so it's, i think it's in the in the anime in the anime opening as well there's a shot of that i think not sure that's either way that's really funny i didn't know i didn't make that connection until just now and <laughs> at least 
That's that's pretty fun. <laughs> I was on Bochi a ten from Miles then. I gave Ooh. Bochi eight of the eight points I gave it for its one Higarashi reference. Okay, I could live with that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, thanks, Hitler. Uh, all right. Uh, context. Context. Sorry. Uh, Pete, what uh, what do you think? What are your first impressions? Yeah, as somebody who I don't really like search out horror uh, genres, but I do like like the mystery of like just shows and Higurashi in general. I was a little torn because there were some books I really enjoyed, and there were some books that were uh, huge misses for me. So like recommending this to somebody is gonna be really tough because I think stuff like book three could be really hard on somebody. And man, this is like some of the plot holes in this mo- in the show were all over the place first impressions though i was i really liked book one it hooked me right away but i think overall would i recommend this anime to somebody i think to the most people i would say no uh i i just <laughs> yeah i just it, it's just not for me like if you're if you like my style of like what i enjoy in anime this just wasn't it it didn't hit like like perfect blue did or something like that where it was like horror and mystery it was kind of just yeah, a little all over the place, a little Looney Tune esque, where I just couldn't get into it as much as I wanted to. So I'm gonna say, yeah, I would not recommend this anime. Interesting. I didn't expect that actually. Uh, Preston, what about you? Uh, as a, another fellow visual novel uh reader that was conned into reading this by Miles's presentation that was made for Trent. <laughs> yeah, I got hooked on it for the fact that I had to deal with Miles that for a show he's watching in Haikyuu I'd have to watch Oriemo and instead he graciously gave me a 200 hour visual novel as the replacement so I didn't have to watch season 2 of that garbage <laughs> uh, sounds like per- a fair trade it was worth it art of the deal art of the deal uh, for Miles here for sure personally I do think that like, if you want just fast-paced, like, and you get all the plot points, but it might be sad and scary, I think it's a good show. But if you don't want that, don't watch the show. It's probably not worth the mental anguish. Fair enough. All right. Uh, and yeah, for me, I tried to watch the newest Higurashi that came out. I watched, like, three episodes, and I was very lost, and Miles kind of just said... This is a sequel. It's not a requel like it was marketed. <laughs> so you don't have to watch it. Don't worry about it anymore because I wanted to do it uh, for, for my friend who who adores this, this like this specific uh, IP, I guess is a good way to put it, right? Like this, uh, the visual novels. And I'm glad we finally got to watch it. It was very, very cool. I, I agree the, with I think Pete was saying it. The book one really hooked me right away. I, I was very interested and I also agree that I wouldn't recommend this to everybody, but I think for different reasons. I think uh, for me, the reason I wouldn't recommend it is because I would know that there's a better version of it out there, it sounds like, from what every literally anyone who's ever read the visual novel has said. So I don't know. But for me, this is perfect because I just I could not commit myself to read 200 hours worth of a visual novel let's say or however i would probably read faster because i would be reading alone but even then still too much of my time uh so i think that this was perfect for me and uh i don't think the show is perfect but i would definitely recommend it to people who are 
at least curious to see what all the hype is around like, on one of the one of the best visual novels. It, it's a hard thing to recommend to people, though. Again, it, it's it's hard to recommend it, but I think for me it was perfect. Uh, so yeah, alrighty. Um, why don't we uh, get started with our spoiler section? So again, this is uh, I mean, I guess we kind of limit ourselves to book one, which is the first three episodes or so of the anime, or four, I think actually. But yeah, let's let's open up the floor now. Does uh does anyone have any specific talking point that they want to start us out on? Yes, I have one, and I need I need my visual novel people to help me with this one. And it's understanding Ooh. the mystery aspect a little bit and the time loops of the show. Yes. So can you explain to me, and maybe some people out there listening, when these books happen mm-hmm. and all these events are taking place, are they all happening at the same time? Or is it like a butterfly effect where after a time loop happens, the situations change based off of like Rika knowing some stuff? Or is that too spoilery? Okay, so what I can book seven stuff really, I would say. <laughs> yeah, it, like it, I was so close to learning about it. It, it is <laughs> what I what I will say is like they are, while not necessarily in order, linear. Um, right. So this isn't all happening at the same time. Mild, like very early spoilers for season two. If anyone cares you shouldn't it's literally in like the first episode once they get back to the main plot of season two but like the rika you're seeing throughout this is the same rika who's experiencing them with you in the same way that you're experiencing oh okay so rika's whole thing is she's been doing this uh for a minute now and is a bit bummed out so once in book six, bummed out. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. a little oh, sad. It's a little sad to see my my friends kill each other and yes. dying and yeah. All right, yeah. Anyways, sorry. Um. So, uh, in book six, once she sees K one, like, <laughs> kind of pick up on some past events that have happened. Mm-hmm. That's why she's like, holy shit dude what's like she just animates like a lot just like me for real yeah like in in it's like uh yeah it's a very long minute um you know so it it's she's experiencing it different where he's having sort of like bleed through right she is fully aware of essentially all of it that has happened except for the period around her immediate death she cannot remember. Okay. So that is what it what's going on there. So like the the I guess it like doesn't quite get fully answered, but the mystery of why we're having these loops is because Rika is magic. <laughs> um <laughs> because and she's then, a shrine girl, right? Yeah, the, she's the, the she is the reincarnation of Oyashiro Sama, right? So she has some like magical properties or whatever. There's a little bit more there, but I don't want to, in case anyone decides to, like, finish, I'm not going to get into spoilers. Holy moly. <laughs> I click on her, like, mouth thing. It's, like <laughs> a par- it's a paragraph, right? And then I click show spoiler. And it's, like, five paragraphs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh, There's so, levels to this so shit. Much yeah. so a much. lot of layers. There's, There's a, a lot, lot of stuff. Layers. So that's where <laughs> that is coming from. The other mysteries, Pete, there's a few more mysteries that 
haven't even been kind of t- touched upon yet. Like, such Oishi as what or happens? Because um, is there something revolving around him? Because like he always shows up like at the school to. Ah, he always seems like he's in the right place at the right time, type of thing. Yeah. So there's like, well, he's investigating the series of mysterious deaths, yes. right? Of which we have no idea how those have happened at the point that season one ends, right? So we we kind of learn why Rika's friends are killing themselves, but season two is going to answer things like why and how these mysterious deaths happened, you know, what happens to Tomotake and Takano, who is going after Rika, all of those sort of things are what we have left, but what happened up to then was like us figuring out why it was looping and Rika was sort of gathering the mental fortitude to try to deal with this in a more proactive way. Um, Because in the past she, and I don't know if it talks about this, but you know, she had tried telling people stuff was going to happen and it never worked but she had never really tried, like, really explaining what was happening to people. Preston, you had something to say. Uh, so for Oishi, in the visual novels through early on, or at least book three, he's seen as Oyashiro's servant by the villagers. So, like, whenever he shows up during Watanagashi, the festival it usually means something bad's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So it it's kind of signaled by the fact that Oishi has come in contact and with like Keiichi, Rena, and Shion when they were right before they were going crazy. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, and you have like a bit of a cyclical chicken or the egg thing right there because like mysterious things are happening so he's showing up but the villagers who are very suspicious of outsiders see this cop showing up and then bad things happening. And so, you know, that, that's sort of how that whole thing occurs. And like, that's, I guess like an example of some of the <laughs> lore that, uh, you know, you lose because you can't fit all of that explanation into an anime. Okay. And it's, you know, it's stuff that like enhances stuff. And at the end of this, Pete said, I could have some time to go the fuck off on something that I think they completely butchered. <laughs> But, you know, I don't think that's, like, the end of the world. It's just something that characterizes the village and Oishi better. Okay. Okay, cool. Thanks for answering that. Yeah, it's it's hard for me to, like, always remember, like, what they explain in the anime versus the good <laughs> materials. Um, <laughs> you know, so, uh, but, yeah, that's, that's good. So, um, I guess there's a few different topics we could do one is i think we could just do like a quick like wrap around and talk about what everyone's favorite little like loop was um i think there's some that are like definitely you know like fan favorites and then like there's also book four you know yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately um all right which one was book big book four uh the past just... one where it's like uh akasaka episodes it's two episodes it's like yeah Yeah. no um i I don't think i hated that as much as pete did but i don't think it's anyone's favorite uh pat how about you yeah um which one was uh the uh the one where 
Mion and Shion are are kind of like the stars uh, of the of the book, so to speak. <laughs> say yes. Well, no, I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, like, like, uh, I really uh, enjoyed. Uh, so I think the Curse Killing. What? Which? Which book is that? Um, book five. Is that the right book one? five is around yeah. Mion and Shion. That's the that's the two, right? So, I think the idea of Shion and Mion being um, replacing each other or whatever, like as twins and and shit like that, that was really cool. I I really liked that. You didn't know which one to trust, and you and every single scene that each of them were in, I was sitting there wondering, is this actually Mion or is it Shion or is it the Mion pretending to be Shion being the Mion? You know, like there's so many, a lot of layers, you know, a lot of <laughs> a lot of stuff that could have been going on there that I don't think actually was. I think I almost overanalyzed it at different points, but that again, that's part of the fun of the the mystery, right? And I really liked that. Um, I, know, so, I think Shion. I just I loved Shion. Uh, like the and I Shion. I guess I loved Mion. Uh, technically, then, right? Because but the she the don't person go into the, both of them. That's bad. cool. Per, no, the That's person cool. who the person who said she was Shion for most of the story. I is yes, uh, was really it was really fun uh, as a character and yeah. I, I I just gravitated to her, I guess, a lot more. So, like, I guess I I don't know if you're thinking about it too differently, right? Because a lot of when they who like when who is who is only is like never really answered, and it's only tellable via their like speech patterns and how they behave around certain characters. So, like, when you first meet she Shion in Angel Mort, right, where Ketchy goes and he sees Mion in an outfit and the whoever it is says like I'm Shion, not Mion, right? Mm-hmm. That's Mion. So it is. Yes. Yes. Yeah. hundred yes. percent Mion because yeah. you can tell because like she's nervous around Ketchy because she has a crush on Ketchy and she's just so she's just deflecting it. Like if you mm. you you can think about how they like interact with. Ketchy is an easy one um, because Mion has a crush on Ketchy and Shion doesn't. She doesn't? <laughs> no. I thought she did. I thought she did, though. Isn't that like kind of like part of the plot that she did? She she literally... No, she doesn't. She she likes Satoshi. He sees why like, Mion likes, likes her or likes him. Um, she pretends but... to have a crush on him. Oh, okay, that's probably what it was then. Okay, that makes more sense. Well, because like they did their little date at the at the the festival or whatever. Right? Yeah, like, but I, but I, she did that to be mean to me on. Gotcha. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought they were more in cahoots at that point still, but maybe not. All right, this is what. Well, this is why it's so. That's part confusing. of the, part of the mystery. Yeah, it's part of the mystery, right? But uh, anyways, yeah. Well, now she has scar, a scar, right? So now we can know going forward. Um, <laughs> Mion also has a giant tattoo of a demon on her back. Um, oh, we is, see that all the time. Yeah, uh, it's in the OP. Um, so, uh, well, you know, <laughs> that helps me a lot. Did you not watch the OP? <laughs> no, once? No, never well, no, the of course not. Of course not. But also, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm God. saying that it helps me a lot when I'm watching the show. <laughs> where they never show her back once. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> Sorry, we're going a little off here, but whatever. Did uh, you, so you said you were saying you were like overanalyzing it a bit. Did you get to a point where you were like trying to go back 
and rewatch things to try to recontextualize. Uh, it, it was more that I read I'd read the wiki uh, to okay. like re- reinforce whether I what I was thinking was correct or not. I was like, OK, okay. So, or, you know, because like the, the wiki doesn't like spell everything out, but it, it does say like, OK, this is what happened. Here's what's implied, basically. And, and I was like, all right, either I was correct or, oh, no, I was thinking Mion was Xion was Mion was Xion rather than the fact that it was actually Xion was Mion being Xion. You know, there was something like that, you know, some bullshit like that. So I say bullshit, but, you know, like. Again, it was fun. I, I really that. So those two arcs were the ones that I really uh, latched on to, I guess. Good choice, because me on his best girl. Um, Pete, you are. <laughs> no, Xion is the best. Xion is the better twin. She, yeah, um, they're both they're both the best girl. Yeah, I think. I see you guys are both pro crucifixion. Um, Pete, what, what, sure. is, what is. Oh. Um, Pete, what was your your favorite little little arc i had probably a tie between one and six i really liked the twist at the end of six where i was kind of having questions around these time loops and then rika and uh k1 had like their moment and i was like oh okay that that kind of answers some of the questions i had with the mystery uh just and then book one just like hooked me right from the go because i kind of knew what higurashi was about but i was kind of surprised with how fast it kind of got into things I, I honestly didn't expect somebody to get like murked in like the first or second episode. I, I kind of thought it was going to be like a slow burn. I didn't realize that this was six books and one seat or I guess two cores or whatever. And so that kind of caught me off guard. So that kind of like, I was, I kind of liked the chaoticness of how fast the pacing was just because I have been exposed to some of the visual novel where 95% of the visual novel stuff I've seen is them playing card games. So it's just a little <laughs> different uh, watching the anime. And I was like, oh, that was a that was a surprise. But yeah, I mean, tie between one and six for me. They're, they were both like really well done. Okay. And Trent, I guess like, what's your favorite anime arc if you only had the knowledge? And I know this is an impossible question. <laughs> so f- feel free to just not do it but what's your favorite uh arc i mean i for a while book three was my favorite not because um not because i enjoy watching child abuse um sure that does hurt (laughs) it does hurt to watch but it was a it was very uh it was a very impactful and a very very heavy chapter and i i'm okay i i enjoy when when it's heavy but I kind of like book six as well. Um, I really enjoy the the fight on the the rooftop when it just goes total shonen bullshit, and they just start they just start swinging with hatchets and and baseball bats, and they just have it out. Um, the The idea and the visuals of that are cool. Um, the anime itself, the way it handles it, is it's a little it's a little it's a little quick it's a little um doesn't get too into the meaning and the impact of it it's just here's some cool shonen bullshit we're gonna finish this off in a big uh in a in a big way but yeah uh, i would say those two i really enjoyed book five as well um with the with the shion and Mion aspect like pat mentioned um, so I'd probably say like those three. Oh, so basically yeah. half of them. Yeah. 
I, I have a so this Tepe Hojo guy. Yes. Sorry mm-hmm. to interrupt this, but this uh, thought that I've been I had while watching. He just coincidentally happens to be the bad guy in both like because like the way I, I look at it is like there's like two main books, right? I guess or, or like there's the the timeline where Reina kills someone and then there's the timeline where Mion kills someone, right? Like is that and also it, catchy. And Keiichi. And, yeah. and, and yeah. right, right, Keiichi kills too. people too. And right, it's, right, right. it's Xion, who we know is Xion, who kills people, not Mion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. No, I, <laughs> no worries. They're, it's they confusing. Look the same. I, I, gotta, I gotta go in a circle it, in my head it, a little it, bit. It actually it, it lies to us for quite a while about what happened. So Thank you. Yeah, again, I... I a lot. I, w- uh, I was fuck Mion for a while, so... And then, mm. because of those lies, and I was like, oh... Maybe she was okay all along. Yeah, yeah, but so this guy and then uh, the the girl he's pimping out, whatever his lover, yada yada, they just coincidentally are the people that get killed in both books, and not coincidentally because they're, but it's like I, I guess the whole it, it just seems funny to me that they're both, or especially he is involved in both ways because so he actually is he still Satoko's yes uncle he's her slash actual foster, uncle right and foster father. In both situations. Yes. Yes. Okay. That is, he he had run away from home to be with uh Rita or Ritsko in the other city, so that's why Satko lives with Rika. Okay. Okay. All right. That makes a little bit more sense. And, yeah, and he's he's a he's a pimp, and he's a. He's part of like he has his own local gang and stuff, so it kind of makes it easy to be. It's it's understandable that he's a bad dude and that he abuses children and gets people into schemes to make money and stuff like that. So I feel that's you know justifiable to Will, take. Oh no, I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying that he doesn't. <laughs> he's not a bad guy, but anyways, it's just funny that. Uh, coincidentally, in both stories, it's just yeah, you know, it gets his ass beat by two little girls, you know. Um, or well, I guess in one of them it was Keiichi, uh, but was it though? Still. I was confused by that one. We'll that, talk about uh, that's a good well, question let, too. Let's, yeah, let's finish because I, I talking about Tepe would be really interesting. But I want to ask Preston what his favorite arc was to hear about yeah. that, and then we'll get into that. Cool. So my favorite arc. At least in the visual novels, was book three. As like Trent, I enjoyed like the sad moments in that book. I thought they explained the characters well with how this is why Satoko acts the certain way. It's for attention. Mm-hmm. It's not just because she's a brat. And but I'd say for the show, book one was my favorite. I think. The fast paced helped book one as the slice of life chapters in that I hated when <laughs> reading at first. So, and also, Psycho Rena is my favorite character. But she's not really psycho now. You know? Who cares? Well, <laughs> she existed at, at least one in point. that book. At yeah, least she, in that book. She wasn't psycho in she's book not one. Psycho? What? Not, a, yeah, not in book one. It's, she's it's a little all... psycho in book one. No, no, no because at the it's... end of book six in the show, they show you that she was trying to help Keiichi like he helped her at the end of that book. 
right? So the yeah, the, but she had the, the weird eyes and stuff. Yeah, that's, but that's from Ke- that's his point of view. So he's uh, suspicious of her, right? So like, mm-hmm. like it's him reading into. Do they explain why this happens? By the way, uh, you mean it, like him? He has like a psychosis kind of thing. No, they have not explained okay. why they think the way they do. Okay, so Jesus fuck. Okay, uh, <laughs> did you watch yeah. this anime? Yes, I have. <laughs> just, it's tough it's, because I like really know the story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but so like, yeah. So they do tell you like because he talks about like the sh- the syringes being sharpies, right? So like all of that stuff about her being aggressive to him or threatening and all of that was in his mind. Oh, okay. Like he was viewing her as more antagonistic than she was being, right? Like if if you change the tone of oh, are you lying to me, Kachikun? as opposed to like why are you lying to us, dude? You know what I mean? Like it's like how you read that is dependent on how how you take it. You know what I mean? So like yeah. he for whatever reason, uh, Reddit is is very paranoid. Um, and, you know, because of Oishi and him not knowing about the history of the town and all these other reasons, was suspicious of them, plus some other stuff going on where it causes him to uh, hallucinate a little bit. Gotcha. Um, okay. <laughs> so, I, as we were watching this and as I was reading through it, like, the whole time, it's with with book one, I was just like, Keiichi, just stop thinking. Just turn off your brain for, for one second. Just maybe your friends aren't as evil as you think they are. And then the same thing comes back around in book six with, or chapter six with Rana. It's like, Rana, your, your friends and your the people you surround yourself, they're not as crazy as you think you are. Just... To relax just breathe look at this situation you don't you don't need to overanalyze everything so much you can just turn off your brain for just one second or um how how they're perceived maybe miles trent and preston can answer this question real quick i know that in like the Yumaneko visual novel like the color of the text like implies yeah. something is there like that in the visual novel as well uh yes in yes. book six they introduce mm-hmm. that in book six, with which is mostly Rena's point of view, when she's in her psycho- psychotic state, her text gets redder and redder over time. The more she goes crazy. Okay, that so that would have been interesting if they implied that or um, implemented that into the anime. I think that would have been a really cool thing, especially with like how the mystery of like the Mion and Shion thing. If there was like more, maybe there. I know there are visual cues, but there was more visual cues to help us piece together because i obviously missed a bunch of shit that i'm finding out right now <laughs> there's um, no visual cues for the yeah so books, there's there's, you, there's text cues but not visual i i, I will say cues. book book two to book five is the the mystery that i i figured out the most easily when i was doing this because Mion is found dead in the well <laughs> When Ketchy says Mion stabbed me at the end of book two. And they're like, well, that can't be because Mion's been dead for a week. Um, and they're twins. So, like, 
you know, I I, I don't know. I I, I you're smart. Two, we get it. Yeah. Well, yeah I'm not smart. They, they tell you. They tell you. Yeah. Well, uh, obviously, I missed that. Before, and they obviously haven't lied to us before ever. So like, you know, they tell us, but like, well, are we supposed to believe it? And again, this, this is good, by the way. You know, like it's fun to have the, this kind of thing. But like, yeah, like. I know at the end of book two for me, I, I or whenever that was in the show, I, I was kind of like sitting there like, oh, so uh, Keiichi's like hallucinating a bit or maybe there's some zombies or some like, uh, like they, they kind of hit that. Yeah, with Takano <laughs> or whatever. Or Takano, they also don't explain how she's in two places at once. You know, they have not a, yet. No. Dead, dead in a ditch and also alive at the thing. You know, so like that's where I thought Mion uh or yeah, Mion in that situation like could have been possible like I don't know isn't there two isn't there a Reina that's like running around like the town in the final few episodes too apparently that's not the one that they found at the at the school with you know doing doing the hostage situation like I thought that that's what they talked didn't they talk about that too that, like there's a second Reina or something I, I don't know yes they did talk about that so Aliens. It can be explained though why aliens, there's a aliens. second one. If aliens. You know. Why well, well, it can be explained in this specific in this. Yes. Uh, it was caused by Mion, uh, just lying on the phone to people saying, "Uh, Rena's in a different spot." So look right. There so it's her. like when the teacher, like when she told it. So like, because like the way I interpreted that was like, oh, her way of getting the teacher, like she called. Oh, you're talking about that. Uh. Well, she, well, she called to say, explained. oh, well, I don't know that that seems like it doesn't really have to be because it's just it's it would just be Reina going, teacher, I'm at X, Y and Z location. Can you come help me, please? And like she's been missing for a few days. So the teacher, of course, would just get up and leave to go help her out. Right. Like uh, and then Reina walks in and it's just like, OK, she did that on purpose. So that, that way she could take hostages without a teacher stopping her. Like that, yes, that's why right. I interpreted that. OK. Yeah, I know. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, so like a lot of the a lot of the mysteries can be solved by stuff like Reina remember and Ketchy, they both remember burying a body somewhere and then the body is not found later when someone else is trying to dig up the body is the explanation to that is uh Mianza homie. <laughs> so, you know, she's really well connected and she's not exactly sad that you know, Tepe was killed. Mm -hmm. So she she has her Yakuza family move the body. And, like, that's also where things, where in, like, book two, Ketchy is, like, hearing people talking about, or book three, he's hearing people talking about him being, like, oh, like, oh, Ketchy was with us in the festival. And he's he's like, am I going crazy? Did I even kill this man? And that's just them creating an alibi for him right, right. Like that's, that's just his friends yeah exactly yeah, yeah. yeah okay. like his friends being like hey dumbass we know what you did or we assume we know what you did like just take take the bait you know kind of like the end of uh uh spoilers for american psycho uh like when patrick bateman's talking to the to the lawyer right and he's like no, I had dinner with uh, what's his face mm -hmm. in London two days ago, and, and and Patrick Bateman's like, no, I killed him. What are you talking about? Like, like that. It's like that situation. Uh, <laughs> although that, I guess that's not a confirmed. That's supposed other. to be. Yeah. I think American Psycho fucking annoys me. That's supposed to be commentary <laughs> on 
the interchangeability of like vice president, you know, middle-aged white guy business people, which is fair. That does fit in the themes, but they're all the same. Yeah. That everyone's So he like, just literally doesn't remember that he had lunch with someone else, but also according to the stupid fucking director, him shooting the car and the car exploding actually happened and has nothing to do with psychosis. I just, yeah. Anyways. Wait, does he actually deposit a cat though? Yes, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, that's so. That's the sorry. I didn't. I didn't mean to cause that tangent, but that's the way I viewed it. Right where it was yeah. like, oh yeah, no, that, just giving an alibi. It's not right? your fault. I actually can't not comment on that. It is like a flaw of mine. <laughs> where I, I have really to sick bring movie. up Love that movie. how annoying I find the direction towards the end of American Psycho. Um, yeah. So and like. Leave- Oh, go, oh, go Trent. No, no, you. I was going to say just uh, on like being a homie and stuff like that. Like they've they've been through this before, like with with Satoshi, you know, with him, with him kind of going off and them having to um, realizing, oh, Satoshi might do some crazy shit, you know. Um, so it's it's nothing that they're unfamiliar with having to look out for one another. And that's kind of. Kind of at the end, in, in the last in the last arc, where they're all together and they're all trying to be friends and they're in this together, so they look out for each other, they lie for each other if they need to. Um, so yeah, that was really about it. Is Satoshi in the well, or did he actually leave? We do uh, not know. Yeah. Uh, okay. He. Yeah, he's not in the well. Okay. I. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, if yeah. you believe what Mion and Oryu say, he is not in the well. Okay. And, there, and she's the homie, so I gotta believe her, right? Yeah. Or not. I Well, you know... Is she a homie or not? If I trust the homie, I, I, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I know what Stoshi's fate is, so I'm not going to okay. comment on it. Do um, me after this. Sure. I haven't gotten that far yet. <laughs> Read the manga, Pete, for Christ's sake. Um, Buy me the manga. Okay. <laughs> I've done that before. It didn't work. <laughs> Buy him more manga. Um, these copies of manga? <laughs> um, yeah, so I... Jeez Louise. Yeah, like, as, as basic as it is, like, a major theme, if not the main theme of Higurashi, uh, is, like, believe in your friends, give people second chances and like hear people out. Right. Like that's, that's the thing. Right. And like, so that is sort of what the whole. Yeah. That's what this, what the, so the core conceit of it is, right. Like is trusting your friends, even with your hardships and your paranoia and all of that. Right. So. um, That's why you get, like once they do that, the problems start resolving themselves. <laughs> yes, actually, that's unironically. Fuck the cops is in fact a message of Hikarashi as well. That's funny. Um, you would love Ranking of Kings, then. Okay, I should. Yeah, it's like there's yeah. <laughs> there's I mean, way less murder, but it's the same principle. Are, are we anti Oishi here? Like what? Yes. I, oh, one hundred percent. Fuck Oishi. What? I, I let it out earlier. But... I'm indifferent. <laughs> I, I love him so far. I think he's book really book three made me hate him for sure, for sure. If it wasn't already enough in book Oishi one, so much. Oishi, Oishi has some homie moments where he, o- Oishi is like 
so part part of this is Ryukishi 07, who's the author of this, was like a civil servant for like a long time before he got into the visual novel writing business. <laughs> and so like part of Oishi is like his frustration with cops being so like single minded and not and like focusing in like less on victims and more on like solving things and stuff, uh, which isn't like an a huge issue or whatever, but like he does give them a little workaround for the protest in book three. Like he was sent to stop them, but he like really half-heartedly does it. I, I don't know. I'm not on like a fuck Oishi train knowing everything I know, but like, I don't know. Oishi isn't like actively helping stuff because of his prior biases and things like that. Like he's really convinced, right? That the Sonazaki's, are behind everything and he never approaches it from an angle that offers another explanation. Wait, are they dot though? I don't know. Do you think they are? Yes. <laughs> based on the, based on yes. the anime. Yeah. Basically, what other but, family what, has a dungeon with like what, all that stuff? I'm not saying the Sotosakis are good days. people, <laughs> but also the Furu days literally do have a murder shed. Murder shed, but not a murder dungeon. It serves the same it's purpose. Above <laughs> ground, one's above ground, one's below ground. There's a difference. <laughs> how evil you are is how many layers you, your dungeon is. It's just held behind a small padlock. That can Kimi Yoshi's have a torture second floor. Also, I didn't see <laughs> Shion or Mion saying Nipa, so they're way more evil than the Ferrades. Good point. Yeah. Oh my god! I okay. Checkmate. I have. A, that's crazy. Actually, I, I I can't comment on it. I can't comment on it, but I could prove okay, you wrong so right they, now with facts so and science. Well, <laughs> guess we'll never know. Unless Nipa's um, was a curse or something. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, would that what be a, sick? Would that would be so awesome. was cursed a lot. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. No, I guess, like, I would ask you guys, like, what evidence do you have that the Sonosaskis are behind it? Don't do this to us. Uh, the, the, the meeting? <laughs> no. When, when uh, Shion dressed up as Mion and they went to, like, the 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 city council meeting mm-hmm. and like you could tell that like they were saying they were like hanging on every word she was saying like it was like the spoken word and like they were going to do whatever they said that kind of gave me like a head of the table type she- of thing like she's their tribal chief type of thing for sure what did <laughs> and she they say acknowledged to do her what did she say to do well no it's not that she told them to do something but it's like how they acted towards her that like they were all like res- they respected what she's saying. If she said jump, they would jump type of thing. Yeah, and then does she explain to Shion why like like that whole dynamic? No, but that's that's the vibe I got. Okay, so because people listen to the village elder, yeah, they're who's behind a high school girl. Yes, the the murders. Yes, that's it, it's yeah. If I if I if I was doing a puzzle, some of the pieces would be getting put together. Okay. So you don't buy Mion saying that it was all it was all just posturing and And they always say like they're like the three great families, they're like super rich, like they have a lot of power, it seems like. Like I, I've seen like a hundred movies where this is all adding up to like one thing. <laughs> so I uh, here's a thing. In book 
let's say in, in any of them. In book, let's say in book two. Okay. Right. We see people. So like every time. Right. Uh, Takano and Tomotaki die. Right. And then we have an explanation for literally every other murder. And it's not, well, actually it is the Sonazoskis. Um, it's Gian. <laughs> um, like, didn't you say Mia was the homie, like dug up a body. Cause she has like this Yakuza power. And she tells people to do stuff. Like, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills right now. But she, did she, huh? she, she, she didn't kill Being any of those people right now. Yeah. But she's, a, she? she's an accessory. I feel like, okay, maybe she didn't, but if she wanted to, she could. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we got there. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I think that, I mean, it's a mystery novel, right? And like, 99% of the time when a cop shows up in book one and is like, it's this. It's not that. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> it's not a mystery novel it's... or a really bad one true what figurashi is actually trash that's fair enough i <laughs> not um, even gonna deny <laughs> no i mean there's an argument to be made <laughs> well as far as why i don't like oishi um granted as to why Granted, I don't have all of the information yet that that Miles does to to kind of reframe that. But the way for me, it goes back to book three when the way he's treating Keiichi as he's like, yeah, go ahead. Look, go ahead. Dig up that body. Let's see what you find in there. And there's nothing there. And instead of being like, oh, well, we fucked up. I guess we were wrong. And you're just like kicking the crap out of them and treating them like shit. And so that was kind of, that was the tipping point for me as to why I didn't like Oishi at least. Um, and he's still a bit of a piece of shit because, yeah, whenever he's around, he just makes things worse. <laughs> <laughs> Does it, it? What? Yeah, but his he's doing his job. <laughs> Like, right? He like, can do not very good. Do differently. Yeah. Well, what do you mean not very good? Like he, yeah. no one's. He's, he's really... been investigating something for over five years, <laughs> he and he thinks they're anything. all linked to <laughs> each other, and has not found a piece of evidence. Yeah, he's a really bad detective. They don't give him any evidence either, though. He's... Like, <laughs> like he's it's like literally is it, not, is it not supernatural too? Like they like. Like it, uh, it, we I don't mean, know yet, but like yeah. if it is, that makes it pretty fucking hard for him to do his job, right? Like, I, I, I don't know. I just think it's like, yeah, but okay, their that, world, the supernatural okay. is like a an idea. Here, here, here's a question I can ask everyone that because only I know this. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> I literally like this is what I live for. Okay, do you guys think? Like, one, do you think these murders are connected? Two, do you think any or all of these murders are supernatural in any way? Connected, yes. Supernatural, no. I think that they try to do, like, um... They make it seem like it's, like, this curse. But in reality, it's just, like... We, we see it with, like, Rika having, like, the syringe that makes people, like, essentially kill themselves. Like they they do things to make it seem like it's not 
um human i i guess but it actually is so that's kind of my mindset uh i think it's supernatural because what the fuck are those uh maggots and inside of reina and and everything else there has to i think there has to be something i don't think they're real going on. yeah i think those, are, those are delusions because what she's going through is basically the same thing that keiji was going through in book one but you just swap the mm-hmm. person who is going crazy mm-hmm. and what is causing those people to go so Ailey, crazy that's, i don't know yeah Ailey. I think there's something involved. I think there is like, supernatural involved. I should say that, but I don't think like the killings are done by like a ghost or the curse. I think it's no. like them carrying out yeah. like um well, the, yeah. the, the the will of Oya Shiro, whatever his name is, or hurting. Yeah. Oh, my bad. <laughs> you never know. Cancel. Never know. Um, you're canceled. Uh, I mean, we know there are some supernatural elements, right? Because Rika is better Subaru, but, um, <laughs> Johnny's not here. True. That's not going to trigger any of true. us. True. <laughs> I'll be honest. Um, I don't know if that's true. Cause he's found like uh, reasons I... to get past checkpoints and she hasn't. So Ooh. she might not be. How far along it would takes Subaru him be? three loops to figure out he's looping. That's insane. Like a good way or a bad way? In a bad way. He gets stabbed to death twice before he realizes he's the same thing's happening. Subaru could never. <laughs> that he would never find figure out the mystery of Hina Mizawa. I was gonna say, is that not are you not describing Subaru? Because I don't think Keiji yeah. has even figured out that he's in a time loop yet, has he? Because oh, he's no, not supposed to. He's he's not the main character. I was just trying to slam a zero, my bad. Oh. John's not here, so I gotta take the punches while he can't defend. Um, also, Subaru gets checkpoints and Rika doesn't. Save states. Uh, okay. Um, I, I just actually, I would like to ask you something really quick, Pete. Um, so, like, you said, like, some of this was just, like, too too sad for you? Mm-hmm. So, like, I, like, obviously that's probably just, like, I mean, there's an obscene amount of, like, torture and child abuse and stuff. But, like, do you think that, like, those were bad elements? Or do you think they just diminished them for you? For me, 100%. Okay. I, I think it's, it's, just, it's really hard to describe because it's like, yeah, I'm totally cool with child murder. But you know what? What that dude was mean to his, like, um, um, like, niece, his niece. I was like. That's where I draw the line. Like that, that's just that's just a B thing where I had a really maybe if it was like one scene, it wouldn't be as bad. But like when it was like a lot of episodes, it was just like really uncomfortable for me. And that's one of those things where it's like I wish there was maybe like a trigger warning because I think a lot of people could relate to that situation and maybe don't want to see that. And I mean that's not me, but I still was just like. Like, I watched it at 1.5 speed because it was, like, making me, like, really uncomfortable. Like, I did not like that one bit. But I can see how other people think can think, like, that adds to the story and stuff like that where it's not as uncomfortable. Where, like, you know, maybe the child murders are way more uncomfortable than the actual child abuse. And it was just, it's just one of those things where I'm learning about myself 
even now where it's like that's what i really don't like to see in my media yeah no i mean i think it's it's definitely a it's not good you know what i mean like it's and i think it's it's sort of a i fucking hate using this word but like it's a de- deconstruction you know where you we did an entire like episode a, about it yeah we did <laughs> you know like whereas oh, sorry, Trent was you saying, did an entire episode about it <laughs> you were with me <laughs> um <laughs> as like trent was saying like it, it gives us insight into satako like why this trope of a character is like like that and mm. everything and it uh, sort of, I don't know. gives gives everyone something to like rally around. I guess right. There's not a lot of things that are, I don't know, yeah. more universally disliked. I was than actively that. cheering for somebody to get murdered. Like exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the and, and like it makes you, the payoff feel. You good. see it in the show, right? Like all of his friends are like, yeah, okay, sure, yeah. Like you know, yeah, like I, I don't know if we would have murdered him, but you did, and that's okay. Like, <laughs> which by the way, that's you whole got to this point somehow. The whole front group just based, just so based. <laughs> so did uh, you? So did you like Satoko before? Before that, that arc uh, or her arc? Like, did you think she was? She didn't like, really annoying because I thought anything, she was a little annoying I feel at like. first. I really do feel like, for the most part, this story is everybody but Satoko. Uh, up until like mm. I mean book three she's featured but I feel like even after book three she's kind of like an afterthought to the other characters I feel there's like there's an entire yeah. sequel that's based on that concept <laughs> interesting <laughs> I don't think she's so. bad but it's just like I feel like I wasn't given enough time to really make me think of like her character because like she has like she's just so tragic of a character with everything that happened to her life. All she wants to do is have fun. And then even when her like safe, her, her safe spot at school, th- this was the hardest one in book five, when uh, Shion just beat the living fuck out of Sadako and oh, class. Yes. I was oh. like, like this oh. is her, this is her safe spot. Cause when she goes home, she's probably like verbally abused or physically abused. And then when, but when she's at school, she can have fun with her friends and it's like a safe spot. And then even then, she couldn't get that refuge. And, and I, she thinks it's Neon. That's the freaking thing. Like, yeah. oh my God. So it's just like that whole, that. that's why another reason why I didn't really like book five either was just like, leave the poor girl alone. Like <laughs> she's, she has such a terrible life. I know that maybe they, I mean, they kind of know, but maybe they don't know, but it's like, also just like everybody's standing by while she's just beating her up. It's just like a really tough scene. It's just really tough sometimes. Well, that's that's another. The okay, child I mean, is uh, okay. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna keep on going off about themes, but like that's like another like huge theme in Higurashi is like speaking up, right? And like protesting and repetitive, like not giving up when faced back with like injustice, right? Because me me on even though it wasn't me on had has like a lot of authority in that classroom, right? She's like the class rep. Everyone respects her and everything. And it's hard to stand up to like people like that. Just like it's hard to stand up to, you know, the government and all of that. Discord so, mods. And Discord mods. Um, <laughs> Watch you. Know, you. Mod Watch abuse. <laughs> we got three Discord mods in here. We got to be yeah. careful. <laughs> um, 
and that's why yeah like i really like like how hard in like book three they fight to try to get something to happen with satsuko like right to get child protective services to help her um and like that whole process i don't remember exactly how detailed it is in the anime but like it's like a big thing of catchy basically going and like telling all the village elders and stuff like you guys stood up to the government before but now you're all cushy with the government and like fuck you like i want to you know do this and like you're being pieces of shit so you know i i i guess like i understand why it's like terribly uncomfortable but i think again like i do think that's like it's the point is to like confront you with that that thing because people do just let stuff like that happen right like that's it's not the world's most far-fetched situation Mm -hmm. to that you know people are quiet about child abuse Mm -hmm. or you know maybe they don't like the family for whatever reason so they stay out of the business or like that sort of thing and i i I think that's sort of like the heart of what they're trying to get at there and you know obviously things will resolve differently in the next two books and that's sort of your yeah theming and the reason that's there it's trying to confront you with this uncomfortable scenario i have a question yeah Uh, another random question that i thought about as we've been talking about this the story about keichi like why he moved here or whatever Mm -hmm. it's true right like yep he he actually just shot up a bunch of people with BB. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I, I, I shouldn't be laughing this hard, but it's just so funny because it's just so out of fucking left field. It it's, feels yeah. like, like, yeah. like when they were telling the story, I was like, are they making this shit up to like make him sound crazy? Like, like, like really this, this, this kid never once brought up in the first, like, I think even the first like 24, 24 episodes, it's not even brought up that he did this. And then all of a sudden, Oh yeah. Surprise. By the way, this kid was a little psychopath that is rescued by his parents being rich. And that's why they moved to the countryside or whatever. Like that, that's what happened. Like, really? Like, I don't know. I thought that that was just a bit silly. And I, yeah, I, I agree. That's not like, but it, it I'm not going to say it's like, I, I don't know. It, it could have been interwoven somehow before you could just have a little more dialogue about why he moved there being a bit of a mystery. And then I think you, you solve it. But as, right. as, as it stands, it's a little bit like, Oh, and also I, that, you know, <laughs> yeah, and also, but, Oh, wait, but Oh, here we go. Big brain Pat time. Now mm-hmm. this discovering shit. Oh. As we go along. Never before heard of probably either analysis here. That's why he won the water gun fight against Mion because he's so experienced with oh, guns. Oh shit! There you well, go. Not Mion. Sorry, sorry. I mean, you Reina. actually Pardon just me. put that in no, the that context. Was it was Mion. I thought it was. Yes. I thought it was Reina that he was. Uh, maybe. Uh, God, well, brains not he, working. He, so he shot Mion in the beginning of the episode and then fought Reina at the end. And right. They okay. Threw. Right. Okay. So but, their their fight on the rooftop was like a rematch. Mm. Yeah, but he didn't have a gun, so there you go. That's, That's why he lost. That's why he lost, yeah. <laughs> Need, needed the water gun, I guess. Yeah, it's tough. All right, well, I'm proud of myself for putting that together. Uh, just just take Mion's gun that she always keeps with her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally not suspicious. Or, or talked about the fact that she carries a gun around. 
I guess she doesn't wear it at school, or maybe it's just under her her vest. But it's like, like really? <laughs> it's not explained <laughs> once in the visual novel. Just walks around town with the gun. That's like stays trapped. Like like a sheriff's spot to, or whatever. Like a I don't know, like a cop would wear, carry it like there. I don't know. It's just crazy to me. Whatever. <laughs> it's weird. I don't know. It's weird to me that they kept that design when in every every subsequent thing after the original visual novel like the original 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 one they just dropped the gun so i I don't know like like from her outfit like yeah like she doesn't have the outfit in any of the newer sprites or anything and like yeah uh, i don't know i don't know how they made that decision i don't i don't mind it i think it's fun but like oh who knows (laughs) (laughs) they forgot the best character in the whole series my boy Daisuke was never brought up once <laughs> he is he? in he is in it he's in it where they show him pitch right no that's not Daisuke oh well, who the fuck is Daisuke <laughs> Daisuke is the grocer's second son who's dream is to become a sharpshooter and a sniper he has <laughs> he is talked about in one line of dialogue in chapter two of book one how wow. do you not remember hey. that miles like what the fuck, not, it's my bad <laughs> yeah hand up right hand up my bad i'm gonna just burn my manga real i was quick. waiting for this moment to bring him up <laughs> no like there were there were quite a few quite a few omissions um that are a result of the fact that yes, it's you're trying to take something that's hundreds over a hundred at least, we'll probably get to two hundred hours and cram that down into a so that would what be four, eight hours of anime content, you know? About eight, yeah. Yeah. So unfortunately there's a lot that has to cut be cut out and a lot of that does come down to the characterization of people and um like Rena for example when she when she starts going crazy we don't understand that um like we get maybe 30 seconds in total of being uh covering her her family and her mother and them her parents getting divorced Mom finding a new person, dad finding a new person who, incidentally, he he finds a shitty person. Um, And the anguish that having a broken home like that causes for her and kind of is why she starts to go crazy rather than just like, oh, I'm just I just decided to kill people now. And you kind of get the same thing with with Shion as well, where it's like, oh. I'm just killing people, you know. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just capturing people. Like, I wanna, I wanna get revenge for Satoshi, but this is what I do now. And it's, and as as um, as you mentioned, Pete, before with uh, how you would prefer more of the slice of life stuff, you know. Like, whenever you've popped into the to watch what galaxy and i are or president and i are reading you know it's always fun slice of life games they're playing mm-hmm. they're playing tag they're playing cars they're playing clue or something like that and those moments add where on the surface it's just oh they're just playing a game um but those add so much so many layers to the characters uh, which 
is really unfortunate because with the pacing of the show, it's like, wow, they that's a big leap that they made to to get from this point to that point, and you kind of just have to fill in the blanks. Yep. Um, so, so that's kind of unfortunate. Okay. So, I, there, there's a lot to talk about, but I'll just talk about <laughs> the one thing that I, I care about the most. And it's the absolute fucking butchering of Shion Sonazaki's character in the anime. So, like, there's a, there's a very major thing that is left out of the anime. And I don't know why. It wouldn't have been that hard to explain. Can you tell us? Yes. So... <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were, like, hinting and not going to say that. I was like, I, I want to no. hear this. <laughs> no, I, I'm going to talk about it. Um, cool. So, as, as denoted, do they talk about how, like, the Sundazowski clan, I can't remember if they do or not. They talked ha- about how twins are taboo once. Yeah, okay. So, being, like, the second twin is very bad in, like, the superstition of the family. And when they were growing up until they were like five or six or something, they were always interchanging with each other as they do now. But as I've mentioned, Mion has a giant tattoo of a demon on her back to indicate that she is, you know, the demon of the Sonazaki clan, the firstborn woman, they're a matriarchal family. So like, she'll take over for that after her grandma dies because her mom like married someone, her, yeah, she was disowned for marrying a Yakuza boss. Yes. So, when they went to grab Mion and tattoo her, <laughs> they grabbed who at the time was Shion and tattooed her. And so, they they switched. Yes. So that's not ever mentioned in the anime. It's a pretty big deal. <laughs> so, you know, and that is like like... Shion's whole character is based on her being considered a second-class citizen by her whole family for something that she isn't even being the, the second kid, like right, like the younger daughter. God damn it! Um, <laughs> and like the resentment <laughs> that it has, and then part of her like admiration and love for Satoshi, which the anime is just like she loves him because yeah, that was weird. Because head, head pats that she loves it, right? So like he is someone who is also, like, shunned by the Sonazowski family, like, by her family, the same family that sent her away, right? Also treats him poorly, and because of something that his his parents did, something that is beyond his control. So she feels, like, a, you know, a connection to him, like, for that reason. It's also, like, a rebellion against her family, which has treated her so poorly. There's just, like, so many things that make the fact that she loves Satoshi, even if it's in like an infatuated young, you know, kid kind of way, make so much more sense. And they they don't touch upon any of that. They don't look into like her character at all. It, so like, it, like I, I don't even know what her motivation is other than like she's upset that Satoshi's missing. But like, why, why was she so in love with him? Like none of that's, none of that base work is there for her character. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I always get so annoyed at like the her, der, Shion's like a yandere thing, like in, in the anime, like sure, whatever. But like the actual character is just really freaking tragic. And she's someone who's been 
abused and neglected her entire life by an unfair system uh, that like arbitrarily differentiated her from her identical sister, you know, like, and like they, they lose that bond because of that. You know, it's like the tattoo is like the symbol of like societal roles and like, Oh, it's just, just a bunch of commentary and stuff that you don't get, you know, cause you can't, you can't fit it in. And like, I, I do get that. So, so does the fact that they tattooed the wrong person and that the wrong person is technically representing the family, does that, that might have something to do with the curse or what's going on right now too. Right. Like in theory, so the, having, the, the, ha- yeah. ha- having the wrong Shion or Mion or whatever, having the wrong eldest out of the twins, doing all of the correct things, so to speak, wouldn't that, that would be a problem, right? It's kind of like the, cause like the spirits know who was born first or the God knows who was born first, even though the people don't. Um, yeah. Maybe so that could be a, a plot the, point. the play that we see of that, cause the, <laughs> unsurprisingly, this important thing plays into the plot, right? So like, mm-hmm. you know, the firstborn son daughter is supposed to be the demon, right? She is, supposed to like carry on the legacy of like you know manipulation and aggression and like she's supposed to be a demon right but Mion loves card games and Shion murders like 10 people so like (laughs) (laughs) you know like that's that's where you get that thing so you think that you know Mion's the demon because of you know the the lore about the Sonazowski family, but because they were messed up, your the actual demon was not who they expected it to be, basically. Um, ah. Right. So like you get this aggression from Shion. You get Shion. Shion's the demon, right? She kills people. She puts her authority down. She does all of that stuff to get what she wants in some way or to get revenge. She acts like a demon, and Mion plays old maid really well too well like to the fact that she's yeah. a demon at old maid <laughs> yes <laughs> you know like you know uh like Mion never i can't talk about that never mind okay <laughs> point being you know like you you lose a bunch of nuance about that and things that could help you predict stuff because they don't it, you know it's just things unfolding in front of you in the anime in my opinion more than things being laid out and you being able to build with the the media on what's happening. Makes sense. All right, we've been going for a while, which of course makes sense though too, because it's a uh, two core, right? We got a lot to talk about and a lot of passionate fans Double of the series the as well. Yeah, Ao. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, let, let's do our uh, closing thoughts and final scores. Miles, why don't and you best start girl. us off? Gotta know best girl. Oh yeah, Ooh. best girl. I guess best girl is a good, good category too. Go for it. Um, best girl based yeah. off the anime, not the visual novel. Sure. Um, yeah, that's not possible. <laughs> um, so let's see. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I love this series a lot. If I had to score this anime, I'd probably, I'd probably give it like, like if I don't know, if I had just watched this, I think I probably would have given it like a six. Out of out of respect for the source material, my Mal currently has it at a seven. So um I will I will maintain that seven. Um I do think that the second season is is better. 
So if anyone is interested at all, it might be worth the watch for you guys. It's going to be less sad, and they're also... It's just got better pacing and stuff. Oh, okay. Wait. Yeah, no. Okay, so, like, a really quick behind-the-screens behind the thing. Me, Trent, and Galaxy thought about just, <laughs> just giving it 10s. Um, <laughs> takeover. Okay. Yeah, no, we would have. That would have been protested. Vito, no <laughs> light the whole thing on fire. Burn it down. <laughs> like, I, I, I was doing math to figure out where we would, like, land and everything. But uh, I don't know. I, I don't want to do it. You know, I, I, I don't know. This is this is this is you know I don't know. this isn't a condemnation on the series itself, so that's fine. Um, I what I love about Higurashi is the characters, the multi-layered themes, the fact that it's a time loop murder mystery, which is like my favorite genre of anything ever. So it it just really hits the Miles buttons like a lot. Uh, there's a lot of like interesting subversions of tropes. Um, it's pretty feminist, which is a fun thing I can talk about later, but it's cool. Best girl is, um, it's Mion. Mion's best girl. Yeah. Um, Mion's a homie. Mion will literally move a body for you. Um, Mion never killed anyone. Mion won't kill you. So there's that too. That's nice. But she That's carries nice the strap wherever she goes. Just in yeah, case. <laughs> just in case. Um, so those those are my Higarashi. Fair enough. Fair enough. Alrighty. Uh, Trent, what about you, my friend? Yeah. Um, Trent column. One second. I know, right? Like, it's, again, I'm so excited. That Trent was one of the first uh, people when Miles and I started this club up uh, three years ago now almost. We are, what? That's been three years. Yeah. Well, Trent was one of the first people we asked, and he told us to fuck off. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck so. you guys, y'all ain't shit. Get out of here. Don't talk to me ever again. Um, yeah. No, but um, I so has um, has is also someone who has consumed Higurashi and Umineko, and he's he's phrased it um, to the point where. The adaptation takes out because it's so streamlined and because it's so dense, a lot of the mystery aspects um really get either like nerfed or taken out. Um, and so it leaves it to the point where it's just murder, abuse, murder, tragedy, murder, abuse, and it while that can be cool for some people if you're really into that that really edgy type of stuff um it's not i i enjoy the more mystery side that um that i wish there was more here um although i do appreciate how streamlined it is i it's like it's it's a weird balance where you can either have it be really streamlined and condensed um, you can hit all the plot points or you can have it not be very condensed and just all exposition and narrative and kind of like what the visual novel is. And I just wish there was something that was in the middle of the two. It's the manga. Uh, 
But then the manga, you miss out on like the the voice acting, which yeah, I think true. is fantastic. I love the the Japanese voice acting and um and the music on the visual novel side. I really like in the sound effects. Um, so I just wish there was something that was in the middle. Like I kind of went into the thought where I wish they covered the first three or four books in the first season and left the the last four or five depending on what you want to do with the akasaka arc i kind of went into that that feeling where i wish they kind of gave each arc in the first half a little bit more time um to kind to flesh out those characters a little bit more and flesh out the the mystery a little bit more though with the ending of book six and how it starts to call back to book one with keichi realizing the things he's done in other loops um and rika acknowledging oh shit you're starting to remember now you remember what you've done in the past i feel like that it's it's hard to not feel like that was a good way to wrap it up to call it back but yeah it's it's definitely more focused on the on the murder and the it's more of a yeah it's more of a like physical horror rather than like a psychological mystery horror which i prefer the latter um so i think with that i i was kind of on board with totally hijacking the (laughs) scoring i i was real i was like "Ah, do i do we really want to do that um but no, I think I'd have to do. Can we do decimals? Can we do no, points? No, solids. Okay, no. that's fine. Just, just wondering. No, just wondering. Just wondering. Okay, um, so, so fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would probably have to put it somewhere between a six and a seven. Give it the home, homie. Give it the homie point, like I did. I uh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards the seven. Um, just because I. The characters I really enjoy, um, even though the an- the the animation, yes, it's from 2006. Um, it's almost 20 years old at this point. Um, it it doesn't hold up the best visually. So may- maybe back then I might have given it a for sure a seven or an eight. But I think in 2023, it's probably closer to a probably closer to a six. But I'll give it the homie point of a seven. Best best girl uh, favorite of the group, I would say, is Mion. I I really enjoy her her old man her old old man Mion attitude, and I I just I just find that so endearing. I Rena, despite understanding why she she has to make herself so happy and bubbly that just really gets gets on me over the course of <laughs> over the course of the series and while it's it's cool to be so happy and fun you know it's it can be a little much so i'm i'm team me on uh, that's where i lay that's where i stand team me on all righty uh uh pete what about you I realized during this entire conversation that I had a lot more fun talking about this show than actually watching the show. I think there were some parts 
that really missed for me three book three because of the the content five because of the, like the plot holes of Xion and her relationship with Satoshi was just so forced that so those that a third of the story kind of fell off for me I do enjoy the most of the characters I had a really good time with like their interactions the first, I remember the first time I got a Nipa, I popped. I was like, yes! Yeah. Yes! This is what I've been waiting for. I was so happy we finally yeah, got a Nipa. baby! Yeah, was, yeah that, was so, that was so good. So, me enjoying, like, two-thirds of the story. Um, I, I thought it was okay. I, I don't know if I would ever watch more, but I would definitely be in favor of, like, hearing spoilers. You, you, you want you, to know you, what happened. Yeah, you like, I want to know what happened, but I want somebody to tell me instead of me watching the show. Like, uh, a, with, like with a Remo. <laughs> Higurashi is a Remo. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. That's what Pete's saying. All right. you know? That's exactly what Pete's saying. I don't said. want to so, know content to a Remo at all. Absolutely not. I do want to know content for Higurashi and um, also Yubaneko. I, I know I, I got some stuff for Yubaneko as well, but... The like it's just like the content is there for me to love. I just didn't like what I saw. Um, best girl, close, but I'm gonna go with Reyna. I think it's really oh. cool that she has her own fort, even though the circumstances of why she has those forts are super sad. But she does have her own fort, and that's cool. Forts are sweet. Um, <laughs> and also yeah, it's, it's a VW bus. bus. It's a VW like, bus. So also, sick. her drip is insane. That yeah. that like outfit that she wears is so suave. I'm like the it, sailor outfit. Yeah, it's yeah, oh, it's good. so good. The hat, everything, I mean, everything about it, and then her murder weapon. <laughs> is, I love, I love her like cleaver that she uses. Just... Really fun cleaver. Uh, I'm gonna give the show like a high six, but I'm gonna give it a six. Yeah, it that, has that to be different and give it a six. That, that yeah. outfit much is better than Cagey's drip. Yeah, Cagey has the wor- he wears a crop top vest. <laughs> the his worst is... drip the worst yeah i'm actually gonna so, dock it five points changed. for his drip this is a one there there is a character that by far has the best drip uh but we haven't seen it yet okay so is it is it um okay i'm not gonna say that just because i saw some characters for season two okay well you can dm me if you want right, cool. um okay so you gave this a six which i think is fair yeah, because that's what I would have given it had I not adored the source material. <laughs> right, hundred percent. It's completely fair. Uh, Trent, by the way, I I agree with your your point from uh, from before Pete saying uh, about the animation because you got to remember, yeah. less than a year later, Gurren Lagan comes out. So yeah. you can't yeah. just excuse things because they're old, right? Like yeah, it's not yeah. how that works, sadly. And uh, but yeah, so uh, Preston, uh, what about you? Let's uh, let's get your scores and final thoughts. For what I think the show did do good, I enjoyed like the quirky animation at times, like when mm. Reno pulls out that gun and you see her in the background far away from Satoko and her arms are just in the air. That was a fun moment. Ooh. Yeah. But <laughs> I The Looney Tunes. Yes, the Looney Tunes. I do think it, it really struggles with me because i know all like the key character plot points that they just skip and they skipped one that i said i'm giving this show a two if they skip and they skipped it but out of respect for miles 
<laughs> I will give the show a six. I think that's fair. Thank you for not giving this a two, um, which is what I believe you have a Remo at. Yes, Remo uh, <laughs> is at a two. That's pretty funny. Um, if it makes you feel better, they talk about it like ten seconds into the next season. <laughs> yeah, you telling me that in our messages was like, okay, they get away with this. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, best girl, by the way. Oh, Rena. Rena. She, Psycho Rena, is so hilarious to me. And I wasn't a hater like Trent since chapter one of just thinking she's annoying and happy. I I don't like like happy people. (laughs) Get out of here with happiness. Give me despair and anguish. (laughs) Yeah, give me despair so I can feel nothing at it like I do half the time. (laughs) Right. On that wonderful note, yeah, so my I guess my closing thoughts, I'm, I'm very similar to Pete where I don't think I would really want to watch more, but I will definitely still be tuning in whenever uh, whenever our Hig bros are uh, higging it up. Yeah. Oh, God, every time you guys hig, it's so hot uh, in in chat. You know, whenever they're playing, I'm going to ch- tune in, see what's going on. And now I'll actually have context for most of the things that are happening. I hope I did enjoy the ride, though, a lot. Uh I I just uh, I don't know. I'm glad that we did this. I think that this was uh, a long time coming for us to finally cover this show. And uh, yeah, uh, best girl for me is uh, is Shion. I loved her. Oh, I, I know. I almost know. was the tiebreaker. I know. I was well genetically identical she's, to she's Beyond. A, yeah, Beyond I, think, I think Beyond wins the overall base off genetic. <laughs> yeah. Like I I don't know. Uh, I'm just glad no one picks Satoko. Uh, she's I love Satoko. Uh, well, so if you wrong. add supplemental material, she she skyrockets for me. But she, I'm... because for me, she kind of like whatever. I saw a lot of her supplemental material when the guys are playing it, and she just cries like a little baby ass patient. Yeah, no, 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 I know, not... and I know that that's why I know why, and I'm, and yeah. I'm very much so no, joking. Not, here, but like, you know, not, not, not. It, it, I'll DM you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And as long I, as you don't say I'm gonna hig as Satoko's being abused and beaten, and as long as you don't do that, then you know, we're, it's know, all good. It was funny in the moment, <laughs> and it's funny in hindsight. So that's why. Uh, yeah. So. I do agree, though, as well, like I brought up a little earlier, Trent was right. The show's animation really doesn't hold up. It does have those cute little uh, moments, the bochi moments, you know, where where that it just transition styles. Uh, but otherwise, and, and the gore actually wasn't that bad either, I thought, like better than most shows nowadays, you know, kind of like black things out or imply it without really showing it. Uh, this, this, this show showed it, you know, like it. Showed a dude missing like a quarter of his head when when Reyna hacked it off or hacked into it. So, oh, so like that such was such a good moment. <laughs> yeah, uh, yes, uh, I love I love Reyna a lot. I like all the characters. Well, I like all of the girls other than Satoko uh, so far a lot. Um, oh, ho, 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 ho. Uh, oh, God, shut the fuck up! Oh, <laughs> God. Yeah, never again. Um, I, I I think this is a, a solid seven for me. Like. I, I can I, I bet the source material is better. There's no doubt in my mind about that. But I think this is the only way I ever would have consumed it. And uh, I think knowing what I know, 
it did a pretty okay job adapting it. Like it's not, it wasn't bad. It was just, you can tell that there's a lot more meat that isn't getting, uh, getting eaten, you know, so to speak. So, so yeah, seven out of 10. And that's my score. Our average score between five of us averages out to a 6.6 flat overall. So that's not, not too bad, you know, pretty low down our list, but that's because we got a lot of good shows on here. And uh, that compares, I believe, yeah, the original uh, or the one we watched it has a 7.89 on Mal. So a lot higher than I thought it would be, actually. Um, it's given like, the way you talk about it. Miles, well, yeah, honestly, so like, people like again, it's like a classic anime. And the reason that like I don't like it and I think part of the reason, you know, like Galaxy and Trent don't like it is what I mean, it's because we've read the source material, you know what I mean? But right. like it, it used to be above eight, like two years ago, it was like an 8.01. And like the sequel season is an eight something. Uh, we don't, we don't talk about the sequel sequel seasons, but um, those exist, but you know, like this isn't, I don't think this is like a terrible anime. I, for me, at least this is, and this is very biased, obviously, but like, as far as like, mid-ish anime we've talked about like this has been i've had a ton of fun talking about it with you guys like you know like i i think it's been a lot of fun i think it's a really interesting thing to talk about i just think it's fitting a lot into a little you know and that yeah that's what you get when this happens so yeah no i think this is a good discussion i i really do uh glad we did it for our our two core um but yeah, so Miles, why don't you uh, tell us what won and uh, what shows are getting legacy points going forward from our voting from this past week? Yes. So <clears throat> we have a third place. We got Link Click. Let's go, baby. <laughs> um, we have a tie for second place with uh, Eden of the East. Um, and I can't understand what my husband is saying. In first place. We have Spice and Wolf. Thank God, um, Thank God, Fuka. That show Fuga, is, Fuga, Fuga did a good job. That show is so um, ass. I cannot even describe how bad that show is. There it's was fun. like a large influx of link click votes today. Like we had like three people Base. like first, second place vote link click today. Shout out Tyler, shout out Tyler. <laughs> and like had that. Had that not happened, Fuka would have been ahead of Link Click. I would have, I, I would consider quitting the podcast. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny, uh, Pete. Too Link Click without legacy points doesn't get a legacy point here. That's uh, that's, that's fine. It, all that matters. It doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning is winning as long as it got a legacy point. That's all that matters. Oh no, I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't snowball the legacy points. So like the link, the legacy points don't add into getting more legacy points. It just earned it. Kind of. Did it? Well, I, yeah. not really, because it's the fourth out of Yeah, five. so again, I'm not super consistent with that. Sometimes you get, like, first, second, <laughs> second, and then there's, like, a huge drop-off. But, like, Link Click and the other two were close, That's so I, I, I counted it. You know, if it was, like, you know, if there was, like, a eight-point difference, which we have seen between, like, the shows tied for second and the third-place show, or if we get, like, four shows tied for second, I'm like... And then there's like one show with like two points. I'm just like, okay, fuck that. It is a, like a little arbitrary, but I don't know. I feel like I'm correct. No, the, the, the in method, the arbitration. There, is there is method to the madness. I just want to see Link Click stay at three and a half legacy points. But it, it's okay. It'll have four now total. Uh, or eight eight ticks of legacy points adding up to four. 
total points. Uh, yeah, it, ha- it had 3.5. Now it has four. I must say, if it had four, it would have won this week. Damn. So it, it's going to get there. Damn. It'll get there. I did my part for Link Click. I appreciate <laughs> and you, Trent. You were a real I gave one. It a point. I gave it a point this week. You were almost a real one, Preston. Not as real as Trent. You still owe me a dollar. <laughs> I, I owe you a dollar? <laughs> Yes, for voting right. league click. All right, Monetary so, send, bribery. Send me, send me Wait a minute. Send me your Venmo. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, now let's, uh, again, so we'll be watching Spice and Wolf, uh, another show from the mid-2000s, right, that uh, we'll be watching that or discussing it on March 20th. All right, yeah, and let's move on to our nominations. So since this is for our, or nominating to be voted on for our April 3rd Watch Club meeting, that's on April Fool's weekend. So what we have done in the past for this uh, is nominated shows that we consider bad. Or, or just to have like a clear cutoff, we're doing shows below a 7.0 on Mal. So yeah, we've all come with our nominations. Miles, what show are you nominating for our April Fool's episode? Yeah, this was this was a tough one for me. There's so many, so many bad shows out there uh, that I want to watch. Uh, but I I'm going to pick... Uh, an all-time classic. Um, some say the greatest anime of all time. I'm gonna pick School Days. Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> coming in at a very uh, respectable 5.53 uh, on Mal. So nice, nice boat. boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice boat. <laughs> we didn't even mean I to do that. That was it. great. No, we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I unironically loved School Days when I watched it. Like I and I hated it also, but like I loved how ridiculous it was. It was the most melodramatic thing I've ever watched. I loved it. I've never seen it. I think it's going to be high art if we get to watch it. I'm very excited. I think it would be very fun to talk about too. Uh, <laughs> God, that show. Uh, all right, uh, Trent, what have you got? I initially was going to. Uh, going to recommend a show in the in the in the Fate universe, Fate Stay Night, which I am also a really big fan of. Um, but considering this is a bad bad anime um, week that we're that we're doing, um, most a lot of the Fate stuff isn't that bad. But one that I do feel is bad, at least for my personal tastes and a lot of people's tastes here. Um, is going to be uh, Fate Khalid Liner Prisma Ilya. That is uh, that is going to be my recommendation to to everyone out there. <laughs> recommendation. Magical you girls, you know, it's awesome. It's it's servants in in history and and lore. Cool. <laughs> All right. We know why you yeah. watch that, Trent. I I just want to consume as much Fate Stay Night content as I can in. Unfortunately, there are some duds in there. <laughs> I bet it's better than Apocrypha. <laughs> I actually think I might have it rated higher. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, I think. Yeah, so. no, I, I honestly, like, I, I, this is this is a bold statement, but degeneracy is less offensive than me than being fucking awful at <laughs> telling a story. Yeah. So. <laughs> Maybe I have both. them both at sixes, so so they're they're right, they're neck and neck, they're really close. Mm. All right, uh, Pete, what about you? 
Man, I really wanted to do Prison School, but it was above a 7, so that was kind of a bummer. So I'm going to pick a show that I had a lot of fun with, and I think that we would also have a lot of fun with, um, because we like uh, fantasy comedies. Uh, I'm going to go with Don't Hurt Me, My Healer. Oh yeah, you loved this show. Yeah, it's really funny. It has a 6.36. <laughs> Jesus, that is low. It's it. That's funny. pretty new, right? That's like Yeah, it came out last year. Oh my god. Well, I okay. Uh god damn. That's crazy. Uh all right, uh Preston, what about you? You know, I'm still riding the high that is Bochi the Rock. So I decided to go with another musical show. I'm going to pick Bang Dream. It is a 6.98 on Mal. It barely fits the criteria. Yo, shout to Brian. I think that's his favorite anime of all time. <laughs> I played the Bang Dream mobile game for a little bit. Like, it was fun. I'll watch this. All right. Yeah, this might uh, be my front runner. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, I I picked the show. I went through a bunch of the, the seasonals. Uh... And a lot of them are just barely over that seven mark that I would have wanted to watch. This is pretty much the only one that I let slip through the cracks. I didn't even give a try yet. At a 6.9, by the way, nice, uh, on Mal, I have Love of Kill, which was that. Ah, uh, yeah, I like that show. Yeah, see, I think it would be really fun to talk about and see why it's rated so poorly. Because I, I can't... The concept seems fun. Basically, uh... Oh, this is the Jose, right? Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, I, I wanted to watch this. God, I actually kind of want to watch a few of these shows. <laughs> I mean, that's why I picked it, because I was like, damn, I was, even if it's bad, I'm still going to at least find something to enjoy in this, right? Like, surely, right? Like, like surely this has to not be the worst thing. I, I mean, we could be watching, like, New Moon or something, you know, and that would be... Maybe next year. Maybe. Probably not. Uh... <laughs> But all right, uh, that wraps up our discussion of, uh, or our, I guess, our meeting of Watch Club. So thank you guys for joining, and uh, Pete, why don't you close us out? Yeah, if you made it this far and you want to support us, the best way to do so, like, comment, subscribe, leave a review on whatever platform you're watching or listening to us on next week will be our spring preview. We will be talking about a insanely stacked season coming up, so look forward to that. Otherwise, if you are here for Watch Club, we will see you in two weeks for Spice and Wolf. Thanks, and we will see you next time.